everybody, welcome to Classic Run HR Sessions. Once again, uh, this first came out on Saturday, but I've been spending some time with family and friends, so I kind of got behind, but I'm, we're back, and we're going to talk about some music today. Uh, this is an episode I've really wanted to do for a while, and it uh, combines two of my favorite things, which is this show and music. And it is my favorite episode to date. And I'm referring to really loud music. But before we get into that, there's a couple of things I want to bring up in terms of my own channel. Uh, and what you're watching this on. First of all, 2020 is tomorrow. You're seeing this on 31st. I figured let's end 2019 with an episode of CCOS that talks about my favorite episode ever of both shows. But... Um, there are, there are plenty of things that are coming up in 2020 that I'm genuinely proud of and really excited for. Tomorrow, I'm not going to put it on screen because it would spoil it, but tomorrow is the launch of Rooms, officially. And there's a couple of changes that have come to pass with the uh, Rooms formatting over the course of the last few months since I announced it in October. Um... It used to be just a little place to house my animation content. Nothing more than that. Nothing less. But I've made it a full-on project. And I'm very happy I did. It kind of has come to me in intervals of in, of ideas over the last month and a half. And I've come up with an amazing idea. Which is comprising the main videos in it. Obviously, this show you're listening to right now is part of The Room's project. But, it's not part of the entries. Uh, what we're doing with Rooms, or should I say what I'm doing with Rooms, because it's the one-man show, is making it where every video you see is, quote, a entry, a journal entry. And by the end of Rooms, whether it be in a year, or in five years, or in ten years, we have a whole journal full of animation-related content, with entry numbers and everything. So, in order to tell what entry it is, there will be a uh, entry number at the top right of the thumbnail. Unless it's a from the beginning episode, which in case it will be somewhere else I've not decided yet. But that is obviously an episodic series. So, it will. And so is the Steven Universe series, but I have a plan for that one. But the episodic series would be in a little different place. But if it's a one off in-depth look or something in an episode of any show, that for that matter, there will, there will be an entry number in the top right. So, tomorrow, check out the Rooms Twitter account, January 1st, at 11 a.m. Eastern for the first batch, which covers January 3rd through 12th. That's a total of five entries. Four in the official catalog, one in the CCOS catalog. Um, and there is a, there's not an announcement of CCOS episode 4 of the season on it, which you'll get later this this week. I, I say you'll probably get it around Thursday. Cause that, that's coming out Saturday. i got to announce it before then. So you should get that Thursday. Of course, I might come back and re-add re that to the uh, entry list later. Just add it at the bottom next to the other CCOS. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. So that's the Rooms Project. 
than other things. I'm starting daily gaming videos. I said they'd be on their own channel, but I've decided, well, they're all they're all part of one brand, so why go to another channel with the whole YouTube landscape being as is? So, what we're doing, you'll see the normal video, normal animation or music video. So if it's Philly and Radio, you'll see that at 4.30. Or if it's an animation video or any other kind of video, you'll see that at noon. And then two hours later, at 2 p.m., you'll see a gaming video. There will be a gaming video every day. I've already got a couple weeks ahead. I'm trying to stay a couple weeks ahead with that project. So I can make it daily. Uh, but if I, can't, if I can't get a week ahead or two weeks ahead, it will be every other day. But I'm trying to keep it two weeks ahead. So, yeah. So that's everything I had to announce, I think. Now, 2020 is going to be a heck of a year, I say. So, and then we have Fuse launching the 4th with a video with a bunch of us in it. Hopefully at least three of us. And if you're interested in unique, experimental, gaming, commentary, slash uh, regular content, we're not just going to be a gaming uh, collective, uh, check out the Fuse YouTube channel, which I'll link down in the description. It's a... It's a comprising of me and five other friends I've known for years and years where we've become great friends over the time and we can't wait to make our own little hopefully company uh, in a few years time we have high ambitions uh, for something great so if you're interested in supporting a cause that or supporting a project that hopefully will go for years and is Feel or fueled by passion from six people, check out Fuse. Um, everything else I'm doing, everything else is solo. Affiliate Radio is all me. Rooms is all me. Fuse is my chance to collaborate and stuff like that. So yeah, that's all the announcements I have for my personal stuff. We have a couple of uh, big announcements now, which have to do with the episodes. So, we have new episodes coming out starting in January, January 11th. That there will be an episode uh January 11th of this show and then later that night an episode of The Casa Grandes. So, we have our first episode of 2019. We have a few other titles. We have our first episode of 2019 plus a plot thing, plot synopsis, so episode uh, 106A is airing January 11th at 8.45pm, it's a late nighter, uh, right after Henry Danger if I remember correctly, uh, and it, uh, it's called Stress Test, with the synopsis that the family tries to help Bobby get over his test tanking anxiety, so it's a Bobby episode, which as you've known, as you've probably heard in this show, I've wanted one of those for quite some time. So I'm very happy that we're getting one. And then we have a couple other titles that... Four more titles that aren't fully uh, announced yet. Excuse me. We have four more titles that aren't fully announced yet. This is uncut now, so you heard that yawn. <laughs> um, one is called Operation Dad. It is a According to the production code, a full-length, 22-minute episode, double-length, airing Martin Luther King Day, 
January 20th, 2020 at 1 p.m. And then we have a week off and then, unfortunately, a bomb. They're going to bomb us with a bunch of episodes. I don't like that they're doing it. I missed the Casa Loud Power Hour that we got from Saturdays. But I... And I'll get into something else in a minute, but I do miss that they're not doing the Casa Loud Power Hour. Um, but, in, but I digress. So, January 27th at 7 o'clock. Everything, the next three of these are airing at 7 p.m. is How to Train Your Carl, January 28th, Flea Market, and January 29th, Copy Can't. So that is all of those. And then on the 25th of January, we have our first full, we have our next episode of The Loud House, uh, which is Saturday at 11 a.m. So that hasn't changed. But I think it's a lead-in from It's Pony. I think It's Pony will air at 11.30. Uh, so if you are interested in that show, they've uploaded a full-length episode to YouTube. And I watched it. I'm actually... I didn't have a lot of high expectation for the show. I didn't expect to like it. But I quite enjoy it. So if, so if It's Pony is right after it, personally, it wouldn't affect me that much. Because I would still end up watching it right after. But we'll see. So, yeah. Uh, the first episode of Loud House of 2020 airs January 25th at 11 a.m. And it's called Exchange of Heart and Community Disservice. Uh, we don't have plot points for those yet. We just know the titles. So in about a month, we're back in action. And I can't wait to see what the writers and the crew have come up with. And the off-season. So, Yeah. That's all the announcements I had. We have a new vlog out, uh, which I'll uh, which go to the Nickelodeon YouTube channel and check that out. But yeah, that's basically all the announcements I have. We're 10 minutes in, and we got a lot of ground to cover with really loud music. So we're going to get into it. I'm hoping to kind of consolidate as much as I can over the loud music into it's about 20 to 30 minutes if I can do it. I hope I can. Um, I feel like it should be pretty easy. So Really Loud Music is the 32nd episode of Season 3. Um, and it's the 133rd episode of the entire show, which makes it the 5th full-length episode of The Loud House. Um, so Really Loud Music is, quite honestly, a amazing episode it's obviously i should say that it is my favorite episode to date of the show and it does a lot of stuff right there's obviously i have a favorite and a least favorite for the for the songs played there i think are 13 songs uh within the Either 12 or 13. Um, that are within the episode. Uh, and I have a favorite and I have a least favorite. And I have analyses for all of them. So. We're going to get into it. Uh, the episode begins with Luna. I almost said Luann. Uh, Luna working on her own song. To submit to America's Next Hitmaker. Which is their. I'd say America's Got Talent. Or. Uh, American Idol maybe is a better representation. Or maybe even The Voice. I don't know. But then we hear that. The first 
demo Play It Loud, which is a highlight of the episode for me. A really good rock-ish. A very good... I wouldn't say progressive rock, but a very good rock uh, take on her sound. And I will say this, that L Luna has a really broad sound palette. And I, I, I respect that. As a producer, I respect that. I'm, I'm going to be bringing a lot of parallels to my production background, my music background. Because I think, as you know, I brought it up and I think every episode. I run my own radio show. I run my own music brand. So, I, I, I have a lot of experience within music. So, I may not be a famous producer, but I have a lot of experience. And I'm, I'm going to kind of tie that into. I mean, only only art. I have a musician taking really a lot of music. So, I think it should be pretty obvious that I'm going to kind of put my own experiences and my own knowledge into how I talk about each song. So, we begin with Play It Loud, the first uh, demo of it. And then she has to submit, uh, which she decides against because they say in the video, whole world, and she gets in that mindset. Most, most musicians get in at some point probably multiple times in their career, which is, is the world going to like what I enjoyed making? Which most of the producers I know, um, and musicians I know, have just kind of started ignoring that and just kind of releasing it anyway, and I respect that. And I think Luna will get to that point. I th and she got to that point. I can't say I think she will, because she got to that point by the end of the episode. So, so then Luna starts hallucinating that her siblings are singing other songs, and that's where the really loud music plot comes in. So we begin with Lana singing her Toilet Jams, which is a vaudeville-inspired, influenced song about how much she likes to fix plumbing. Um, and quite honestly, I didn't expect her to be able to do to say sing what she sang, but she did great. That's one of my... It's not my favorite, obviously. I have a, I have a very clear-cut set of favorites. But, um, you know, yeah. Um, so we have Lana start with singing a vaudeville uh, influence jam about how much she lets fix the toilet. It's titled Toilet Jam. I'm not going to have rating for these. Uh, then we move on to Lola singing her show tunes or pageant tune about highlighting her beauty. Um, how much, how hard it is to be her. How hard it is to be a, how hard it is, it is to be a pageant queen as cute as her. Uh, but yeah. I'm not one for show tunes, but it was well produced. It was well executed. I give that. Um, and a little, a little precursor, um, pet peeve, I guess, I probably, this is probably just me, but I'm entitled to this opinion, uh, especially coming from a tech, uh, techno and trance, trance background, trance, I, I've listened to too much of Lan and Mauer lately, <laughs> they call their music trance, uh, but anyway, I, I, I've come from a more trance background, so, the whole, 
That's My Kind of Song that I heard probably five times in the course of the 22 minutes was annoying. I didn't like that they constantly, that was constantly the last line of each song. I That kind of added a stereotype to music that adds a stereotype to music that I don't like. But I didn't like that. That was kind of a pet peeve with me. Maybe a lot of other people don't like it, but I just didn't care for the, oh, that's my favorite kind of song. Oh, that's my kind of song thing. Because that, uh-uh. That wasn't for me. But they did it. I can ignore it for the entire composition. Lola and Lana's songs are both good. And then we move on to Lisa singing West Coast rap about the periodic table. Uh, I'm not a big rap fan, but Lisa did spit hot fire bars. And that's where Luna goes to Lisa for psychological help. And then we get another huge stint of music. Uh, another five, six songs before the commercial. Or the second half, which is where I really want to concentrate my, oof, voice crack, <laughs> my my efforts. Lori and Lenny sing a, a pop slow jam, a more, I wouldn't say future bass, but you know, a more dance hallish kind of jam called Lori to Lenny, which is about a respond, uh, Lori responding to a text Lenny got from someone named Chaz. Uh, then we go into Luann. Singing a comedy song about how life is less scary. That had some deep meanings, dude. I'm not going to get into those because I could do a whole episode. Probably do a whole 15-20 minute episode on on just the meanings in that song. Those were some deep meaning. And maybe they were through the comedy lens. But God, they were some deep meaning. I then move on to Lucy giving a spoken word speech about embracing goth lifestyle. Called Song of Silence. And then we get into my... One of my favorites. I'm not going to say my favorite. But... We get into... Lynn singing an Electro House song. Called Get Pumped. About her athleticism. Um, Coming from... Electro House was... One of the things that got me into electronic music. When I was 12, 13 years old. I listened to trance. A few for a few years before that, but getting into the broader scope of electronic music, uh, when I was over thirteen, electro house and progressive house were kind of my bread and butter. Kind of got me, and, and maybe even some dubstep. I I remember liking some more tear outish dubstep for a while, but electro house was my bread and butter. So f- them, so them composing and putting in a electro house song with a lot of those sounds that I listened to when I was 13 really, really turned me toward this show. Because uh, as I as I mentioned in from the beginning, uh, Season 3 was when I joined, right at Season 3 beginning. So them doing this, actually, them doing that ep- this episode in general, and then them adding this Electro House song from Lynn really turned me toward the show for the better. And I couldn't be thankful. More thankful. Uh, but it's one of my highlights from the episode. Then we get to my least favorite. I'm not a country fan. I am far from it. Uh, I may sound like a yeehaw southern boy. But I think all country is washed out. And unnecessary at this point. Because I listened to a whole lot of it throughout my lifetime. Being from the south. And. 
Yeah, this the the way that they did this country song. I think all country songs are a bit cringe because it's the same thing over and over. Um, I feel like I'm speaking to the. I think I feel like I'm being a huge giant hypocrite here because trance and house are the same thing over and over. Uh, repetitive melodies. But I mean, as have repetition in music, um, and chord structure for for music. You can't have music without repetition because then it just gets monotone or monotonous and, you know, it's just annoying to listen to, I think. But them doing a country song here, I, I didn't like it. it. It was all just, it was cringe. It was stereotypical. It, it wasn't good. It really wasn't. I didn't like it. It was my least favorite episode or least favorite of the episode by far. Like, I did not I didn't inherently hate any of the songs, but I I hated that's our kind of song. And back to the whole, why are we keeping on saying that? That's annoying. You said it in one song. Let's not say it in all 13. You said it in about four or five. So I think you need to kind of let it up on the that's our kind of song thing. <laughs> and then we go on to a Lincoln and Clyde duet singing um, Happy Hardcore song. With a lot of UK influences and a lot of, I listen and Happy Hardcore is another one of those things I listened to when I was thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So hearing that in this episode was also a huge kind of relief and a huge thing for me. So um, them singing a, a while playing a ripoff or a knockoff Dance Dance Revolution, they sing a Happy Hardcore song about how they're friends and despite their imperfections. Um, called Best Buds. It was a 30 second thing, but it was 170 beats a minute and punchy and to the point. That's what Happy Hardcore is. Every Happy Hardcore song I listen to is an average of 3 minutes. So they 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 kept it going. And we get the Bubblegum Pop, which was, if you want a more in-depth genre, a more dance hallish future, maybe even future bass, uh, no, it wouldn't be future bases. Future bases for the floor, but really fast dance hall pop or not dance pump bubblegum pop song uh, that I that I really enjoyed. I'm not one for bubblegum pop, but it was bubblegum enough for me to like it. it. wasn't too cheesy, but wasn't not too. It wasn't like most pop where your most popular music today. Where I'm not a big popper girl. 2019 music fan, personally. I don't say it's bad. I just don't listen to it. I have my own kind of music that I enjoy and thrive off of. But if you like this, if you like the mainstream pop, that's up to you. I want to get that out of the way now, but I'm not one for it. I listen to some of it. Some of it does catch my eye as a promoter and a musician and a music, like, you know, a radio host. Uh, so some of it does catch my eye, most of it in the form of remixes, but some pop does catch my eye. I I went off on a tangent, but uh, um, so they go through the bubblegum pop, which has a Ronnie Ann and the Casa Grande's cameo, uh, which is nice, and which is how I'm getting away covering this episode of the Casa Grande's theme podcast. Haha, <laughs> loopholes, get wrecked, nerds. Um. So that's and that was where the the uh, end of Act One began. 
So then we go into Act Two, which is um, which begins with Luna coming up with her own new song, which is my one of my favorites from the episode called "What Everybody Wants." It's catchy, it's punchy, and it's it's but overall well produced and well thought out. Um, and it doesn't say that's my kind of song. So that gives me that gives it some points. Um. And that's when she submits it to America's Next Hitmaker. Um, and she gets into the top five. So she, and then later in the episode, she goes to the America's hit, Next Hitmaker Performance Hall, where the two judges, Michelle and Doug, try and change her look. She becomes Lulu. I'm going to kind of go through this quickly. She becomes Lulu. Um, where they, in the process of them singing a song called Changing Luna, where they change her. And they changed her into the next Lady Gaga, basically. Uh, she's very, very flashy. Lady Gaga, Madonna, Ariana Grande-ish um, pop star. Very, very flashy uh, attire. And then that's when she goes home. Her siblings don't recognize her. She has a um, talk with her Mick Swagger poster. No judgment there. I talk to myself all the time. Talking to myself right now. Recording this gosh dang episode. Um, so then she goes back to. The performance hall. Where she's given an, a choice. Perform as Lulu. Or don't perform at all. Which is when we get into my second favorite. Uh, piece from the entire show. From the episode I mean. Uh, called What Have I Done. Saying that she's selling herself out for world fame. And it really, the lyrics were resonating with me, and they they're very deep lyrics, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, they they they're really thought out. They're really good. The writing in that in that song was really good, and honestly, a, a highlight for the show for me with how well the writing is. Once again, they don't say that's my kind of song. I'm gonna throw shade at that the rest of this episode. <laughs> Uh, but they really wrote that very well. So, yeah. What Have I Done is a more somber, chilled approach to pop. But it still kind of falls within the pop umbrella. Even the pop is not really a genre. But it falls within that, within that more down-tempo uh, side of music. Um, wouldn't say R&B. Maybe some kind of pop. Um, I don't really know, but I know it's some kind of pop-leaning subgenre, and it's a highlight of the episode for me. So my favorite was "Get Pumped," the Electro House masterpiece, and then we go right behind it with "What Have I Done" and "What Everybody Wants." Those are my top three for the episode, and then we end the episode with them presenting Lulu. She reveals that she's not going to be Lulu, and she plays the full version to play it loud. While Michelle and Doug try and sabotage her. And that's where the episode ends. Uh, with the moral of the story. She didn't sell out in the end. And she keeps her real self. So everyone's happy. Except Michelle and Doug. They're freaking pissed. Uh, and that is it. We got through the entire episode. Uh, within about 20 minutes. Uh, the whole episode is about 30 minutes in length. 
Uh, if you want to watch Rhythm Without Music for yourself, I highly recommend it. It is my favorite episode of the entire show. Uh, not from... I've said from the beginning of the episode, I can't speak. I said from the beginning of the episode that it was my favorite episode in both shows combined. That's not the truth. Uh, Horoscope and uh, R and the Family exists. But it's, it's my favorite episode of The Loud House. And yeah, a uh, very strong episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, you'll, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. For this episode of the Custom Round Digital Session, we got through a lot really quickly. Uh, once again, the rooms, the first batch of rooms content will be announced this Wednesday, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Tomorrow at 3 is the year mix. So if you want to come around, um, the year mix will be airing tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. I'll promote it a couple more times over the next couple days on my Twitter and my Instagram. If you want to follow me on Instagram, the link is down below. I'm really using Instagram more now. I highly recommend you following it. I'm trying to get into it more and post more over there. And I'm really excited for what I have planned. So 2020 is what, when you'll see me next. It's the final video of the year. Uh, if you can make it, I'm doing a New Year's Eve live stream tonight to count down to 2020. Hopefully with some friends. Um, and we're going to have some fun tonight. So if you can make it out, twitch.tv slash it's Saren. We're going to have some fun uh, with uh, New Year's Eve stream tonight. Hopefully going for a few hours. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this episode of the Cosmic Digital Sessions, make sure you leave a like on it. Subscribe for more daily content. We're going to two videos a day in 2020. I ain't letting up. And that's going to do it. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anywhere podcasts are sold here on the YouTube channel. You can see the video version. And I really enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed, let me know. Leave a comment. I will see you next time.